Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who drew the ire of the Richmond Football Club for his misuse of the Premiership Cup. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Um, I'm sheepish today, mate. Um, <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Uh, I mean, the Tigers, the goodness of their heart. This is a club. You know what? This is a club that respects uh, any Premiership memorabilia that they've ever had their hands on. Uh, whether it be in recent times or in the last 37 years. If you give something involved in the Premiership to Richmond, they will not misuse it. And it's treated, it is treated with the utmost respect and care. Yeah, and, and the respect just doesn't remain with the item. It goes beyond that. It goes to the greater, uh, greater society. Mm-hmm. That, that's what Richmond are known for. So I have brought Richmond into disrepute, and I, I apologise profusely for that. So... They lent me the Premiership Cup. I was out. I was taking it out, uh, showing people, going, this is the Tigers, that kind of stuff. Had a great night out. I uh, was showing everyone. I took it home. I put it beside the bed. Now, I'll admit, I'd had a few, okay? <laughs> and you know how sometimes when you're younger and, you, you know, your mum might find you with a cupboard door open and you just maybe – you've mistaken it for the toilet? <laughs> So I thought, middle of the night, I'm like, oh, yeah, this, is, this feels like it. The, the cool hardness of the porcelain. Yeah, yeah, it's very similar to a Premiership but, Cup. Yeah, I, I can see similar. how you can make the mistake. Even if you weren't drunk, I can see how you can make the mistake even just, you know, to completely sober. Yeah, and so I may have uh, relieved myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and probably the worst thing that the Tigers were really unhappy about, six or seven times. Yep, and then you put <laughs> it on Instagram. I thought that was inappropriate. Well, I think people needed to see it. <laughs> they needed to see it. So the Tigers are filthy at me, and, and I, I apologise profusely. So, of course, we're referring to the tennis player who... Uh, do we actually quite know yet what the photo involved? Well, no, it's been taken down. So the story is Daria Gavrilova had access to the Richmond Premiership Cup, and from what I can gather reading about it was she did household chores using the cup. So okay. I think she had, like, washing in it. I don't think it was filled up with sudsy water. Uh-huh. Okay. You could just have this beer if you got away with it. Well, yeah, and, and the players, the whole the whole Richmond team have arced up. You do not disrespect. The Premiership Cup. Now, how did she yeah. get the cup? What's her connection? Is she maybe just a high-profile fan? or? Well, again, that, again, that is murky, but she has stayed with Kate Sheehan, uh, daughter of Mike, yep. open Mike, uh, and she is a director of the Richmond women's football team, which doesn't exist yet, but... I think that's maybe how she got the access to it. I'm not sure otherwise because I don't think she's with uh, – She's. it's not the girlfriend of Ty Vickery. She's not connected to the club that I know of. Is the, uh, the Premiership Cup a little bit like, uh, you know, primary schools when they like yeah, – now, no, primary schools used to be back in back in my day, but, like there was a bird that you got to take home for the, um, for the oh. weekend. Like it's a small uh, 
An know, animal. Yeah, I suppose so. And now most schools seem to have like a, a teddy of some type. And you're allowed to take that home for the weekend, and you got to kind of take photos of the teddy at your home and stuff like that. That seems to be a okay. modern day trend. Is the is the Richmond Football Premiership Cup a little bit like that? Like people get to take it for a weekend, and and uh, you know, well, actually, as uh, tennis player in question, it's entirely appropriate for her to be doing household duties because she's got the cup at her home. She's taking photos of the cup at her home. Mm. That is true. Did you answer your own question without notice? Uh. <laughs> I think that's a first. I think that's a first. You know what? That would be a great money-making scheme. If, like, particularly for Hire out the cup. Hire out the cup. Yeah, that's pretty handy. Say, say 500 bucks for the weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get a few nicks in it, but the 500 bucks will cover it. It's a little bit of a bond. I if you they... got... Go on. Would you would you do that? I'd absolutely do that. Yeah, I'd hire yeah. it all. Hire it all thirteen. But then also the wonderful <laughs> thing would be, I mean, they do. They'd all. I reckon they'd have a fair few scratches and like in them or, and dance up, you know, already after, yeah. particularly after the that first weekend. Um, yes, it'd be tossed around. You got to get get it buffed up. But uh, mm. I'd really enjoy actually hiring um, hiring out the Cubs where Hawthorne's lost. So if I get like the twenty twelve Cup down the road, so I could just wander down there, hire that out. And then I really would do some damage to it. I would be disrespectful to it. But hey, I paid my money. I can do whatever I want. No, okay. so oh, I, I get the 87 cup. <laughs> mate, do That'd not fucking... We, no, mate, we need those cups. Do not touch <laughs> any cup that Carlton has won in the last 30 years. Now, we must point out, too, you mentioned uh, just down the road at the uh, Sydney Swans, I am in uh, Wayne Jackson Studios. You are, of course, up in the esteemed Rod Carter Studios in Sydney. Yeah, we are continuing the uh, long-distance relationship, but uh, hopefully I'll be back uh, around about Easter time. What's that? Round two. So we'll be in the same place for that. But, yes, I mean, it's obviously great, um, and thank you to all the investment investors uh, of uh, Junk Time who... Um, uh, help build Rod Carter Studios. So they're fantastic places. When what what are Brisbane's Brisbane's uh, Mark Zanotti? Mark Zanotti Studios. studios yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we've ever done one from an Adelaide studio, have we? No, we haven't yet. No, no, and that'll be a great one. We name that one. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I think uh, there'll be a big ceremony. Doctor Tregenza Studios, oh. maybe. We'll work like that it. out. We'll work that out. We don't want to. Yeah, know. you don't want to get too ahead. Now, uh, can I just? I don't want to. We don't usually do this on the show, but I would like to signpost a brand new segment we are going to debut at the end of this show. It's exciting. I am. I think it's one of our our, our be, uh, probably best segments and probably shortest lived segment as well. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? We we'll stick around for that. It's going to be fun. Hey, so Adam, they uh, mm. they've re-recorded the team songs. Have you heard this? I'm disgusted. Devastated. By this. Well. You know what? You just get so used to something, you don't want it to change. They've only done it, uh, they say they've only done it for the Melbourne-based clubs, and that's because they were recorded in 1972 mm-hmm. by the, F- the Fable Singers, I believe they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. And so, they and, they, and they've updated those, because uh, some of the clubs apparently want the language within the uh, theme song changed. Yeah, so the, big, the main one was Richmond wanted to change uh, Risking Head and head. Skin. Yep. To risking head and shin. Which, you know what I understand more? Um, because to put your shin on the line is a bigger call than to put your skin on the line. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, a little bit of a cut doesn't matter. But to get a whack in your shin. Ouch. Oh, fucking hell, dude. Uh, like if, on a if, cold if, if, day. Uh. If, if you've ever walked into a tow bar, you would know that that <laughs> is fucking the end of your life. <laughs> you never want to do that shit again. Although, does that mean, though, like uh, if you're a ruckman, they can say to you, mate, off with the off with the shin guards because we're supposed to be risking them. Oh, yeah, you, gotcha, gotcha. you being a fucking, eh, 
worried about my shin snapping in two. Fucking yeah. take it off. And you know who, who epitomises that then is uh, Nathan Brown, the man who put his shin on the line. Ouch, 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 ouch. And ouch. had it snap in two. Oh, dude, yeah. So they've done the song. So I mean, obviously there's a bit of that outrageous kind of thing where uh, people crack it. I mean, I haven't heard a great deal of difference. Have you heard the Carlton ones? I, no, I, I looked for them earlier and I couldn't find them. Oh, you could just type in AFL song and they'll, they'll come up. Every, oh, okay. Fuck, you're clever. Song. Yeah. No, it's very, yeah, right. Very unique little system. Internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think they kind of just like tidied them up, I suppose, or maybe took out a few scratches. I'm not sure. But um, Well, uh, the, the Collingwood one, they changed from side by side, they stick together to side by side, we stick together. Okay, So yeah. you're talking well, about the... like we is it, you know, we're side by side, not their side by side, the team. Yeah, we don't care about they. Uh, but I'm – because the Hawthorne song a few years ago changed from um, – uh, what is it? Um, yes, you change it to uh, wear a packet cunt at Hawthorne. <laughs> but it's like one for all and for one the way we play at Hawthorne, and now it's changed to the way we are at Hawthorne. So I'm not sure. Oh. If they, I'm not sure if they've updated that in the actual song. But so, you know when they had switched. <laughs> you know when they had to change that is after uh, they became really unsociable, and that wasn't conducive to the family club. Uh, yeah. <laughs> of going, yeah, no, just go up and uh, fucking jump a punch that cunt. <laughs> um. But pe- people arc up over the uh, the minorest of details, they like to change up, yeah, that. Yeah, over, over any tiny thing. Um, I think even one of the original singers, he was annoyed that he kind of, they'd, they'd done it. Uh, well, yeah, he's an 82-year-old and he's like, oh, I won't get to hear my voice at the uh, ground anymore. Yeah. Well, it's like, well, fucking barrack for Carlton, mate. You won't get to hear it anyway, so <laughs> shut the fuck up. You've had a good run. You get to hear, hear your ground, at the vo- hear the voice at the ground for 40-odd years. That's not bad, is it? Unless you're... Um, <laughs> at every game. Yeah. Unless you're, uh, what's his name? Um, Willis? Craig, Craig Willis. Willis. Unless you're Craig Willis, you don't get to do that, you know? <laughs> Even Mike Brady only gets it once a fucking year. Um, but, uh, yeah, good on him, good on him. There's a lot, a lot of changes, Adam, because they're changing a bit of the on-field stuff this year, it's like pre-game. Well, you know what, pre-game? Pre-game. Well, that's because, uh, you know what, uh, so what are you, what are you saying? They're, 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 the players aren't allowed on the ground as long? Is that what's happening in the warm-up? Yeah, yeah, so they're not allowed on... Uh, are they on allow? Are they on? A, are they allowed on at all? They are allowed on, but uh, I think it's later, and okay. they get less time with the shots at goals, and then they're ready to play. So they're going to do more of the warm up in the change rooms. But even the biggest change of all, Adam, uh, mm. is that they're going to have they have a, a three minute warning of siren, oh. a three minute warning before oh, the good. game. Good, okay. good, because okay. you know how many times I've been. I've missed the opening bounce because I've got no idea. I'm just wandering around and I'm like, I need a siren. I need something. No, but that's the thing though. They they had that already. Okay. Here we go. The yeah. pre-match, warning, pre-match warning siren. That's very intimidating. With a warning siren. Yeah. Sounded three minutes before the bounce has been removed. What? It has been replaced by, I mean, that, they're ruining the traditions of the game. This is, this is infuriating. Uh, uh, which, is, which is, I confused myself before. What I meant is that three-minute siren. <laughs> she loved the... Uh, yeah, it got me out there. you need that yeah. warning. Yeah, you're in the bar. Yeah. You need that warning. <laughs> exactly. I'm pissing in the Premiership Cup. Uh, I need it. It has been replaced by a sequence of five sirens counting down from when the umpires enter the arena to one minute before the bounce. So essentially we've gone from a three-minute oh. warning to a one-minute warning, really, if you think about it. Well, no, it gives you time. Like, if you hear the first one, you're like, all right, I've got five minutes from here. Then you hear the second one, you're right, all right, I, I've, I've, I've got four. And then you can sort of mentally count down. I really like that as a fan. 
Okay, yeah, gotcha. Gets you involved, fan involve, fan involvement. Yeah, I mean, it's a yeah. lot for the. It's just an added thing for the players to have to think about. Though, wait, wait a second. Was that the second siren? Was that the third siren? Oh shit! Well, the, oh, that's shit. where it fucks you up, isn't it? If you miss, if you miss number three and think it's number two, and you're standing on the wing and there's a minute to go, and everyone, the team's in the circle, and you're like, guys, oh, guys, it's only sixty seconds. There's like hundred and twenty. You idiot. <laughs> but you know what I like though uh, is it lets you know when the umpires are out there, and I have often missed the opportunity as they're coming down the race to really give them a gobful. <laughs> and I think to, to be alerted that they're coming out, yeah. that, is a fuck, that is a bonus for it every is, fan out there. That is one thing maybe they could look at because, I mean, yeah, you do kind of just look over the ground and you see the umpires have wandered out. They should maybe make a bit more of a bigger deal about it. Maybe yeah. they get their own song as well. Um, and so <laughs> The umpire's the- song. Or even an, at least an announcement just so that we can all get ready. We can all just, you know, get ready to... Uh, yeah. Uh, just get that glass and just. Uh... Yeah, they they should have to come through the crowd. I, like, <laughs> why are we protecting these fuckheads? No one likes them. Just get them out. Fucking deal with it. You go. You know what? There's more of that where that came from. And then they've got to leave through the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> so they fucking cop it. So the reason that they want to shorten the uh, on the field stuff is because it's interrupting the pre-match entertainment. So yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. now. Like, you know, when you're um, – nothing worse than when you're in the middle of bongo camp, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And then players – like, it's if you're behind the goals – a football match. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in the pocket and, you know, not everyone fucking kicks straight at goal. Like, if Levi Casbolt's having shots and you're not with the net in front of you, you could get clocked any moment because you're looking up at the scoreboard waiting for your chance on bongo camp. Yeah. Kiss cam, whatever you got going. Yeah. But they also talk about they, uh, they're going to have a few more curtain raises most likely this year. So VFL matches will probably be played uh, before uh, AFL matches at uh, Eddie Ed's and your G. Well, that'd be fun. That's you know something to watch before the game while you're kind of just hanging out. Chewing now, on did your pie. you did you back in the day when they used to run all three? So you had under 19s reserves and the seniors. Did you ever get there for a full under 19s game? No, nah, I wouldn't have. I would have on a grand final day watched the whole three. You would have got there before it kicked off. Oh um, yeah, where'd you see that from? Sorry, mate. Where'd you see that from? Which bit of the ground? What do you mean? Was it just like on the wing there? Just on oh, the... I gotcha. <laughs> 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 yeah, but like you get there. Because that was back, like, you know, obviously you line up at, you know, if well, if the years were lined up, like uh, yep. you're in the ground by what, eight or something. Yeah. And then, uh, and then they'd come out kicking the dew off the ground. And then I usually would get there when the twos were playing. I'd usually get there probably, yeah, halfway through the last quarter, yeah. Yeah, so I, I used to really enjoy it. It, it gave you something to do, gave you something about, to yeah. watch. Yeah, and you kind of saw the, the, the young players bands, that were yeah. coming through. And I, I, I actually think it's a good thing. Do you, will, it, will the ground uh, quality of the ground suffer? Like if a, if a player does his knee and they go, it's because the reserves fucking ripped it up with those uh, their uh, shitty boots. Play, the ground won't, won't recover and also. Like how shit are you as a, a groundskeeper if you, um, you can't handle just two games on a weekend? No, but it's not two, mate. You got Friday night, you got Saturday night, you got Sunday. You're into your sixth game, someone blows their knee out, and you're like, not my fucking fault. <laughs> Plus, you got that road they put in the middle for the fucking cricket. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, no. but I, I like the idea. Because, you know, on a Saturday morning on grand final day, when you get up, you flick the tally on, yep. you've got the TAC. You've got the reserves. It's really it's fun to watch. Yeah. I oh, no, you don't have the reserves, actually, because they play on the uh, Sunday Pride, don't they? Uh, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, but also it ruined get, it. And I don't know. It gave kind of fans of 
fans who are at the grand final, their, their team can be playing. So it gives you a bit more interest as well. Yeah. And if you were one of those lucky years, remember like uh, back in the 90s or the 80s, it was a line that uh, a team's under-19s, resies and seniors yeah, yeah. might have made the grand final in all three uh, divisions. Oh, Unbelievable. I've, I've got a feeling back in 89, Geelong made all three and lost all three on the day. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Imagine going back to Cadinia Park that night. <laughs> Fucking hell. What a disaster. <laughs> Although, you know what? Billy would have had a couple of froths, <laughs> told a couple of stories, and everyone would have been like, ah, who cares? Well, he lost my goal. It was a fucking ripper, Billy. Come on, Gary. Tell us about that time you got on the lawnmower, hey? <laughs> you got a bright future, Gary. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, is, is that I a... can't, can't foresee anyone beating you up in a car yard, Gary. <laughs> yes. Can't, it... can't foresee. Hey, meet my mate Ricky. He plays over at he plays look for St you. Kilda. Yeah, he's a great yeah. bloke. Why don't you have a chat with him? You guys are getting on really well. <laughs> okay, are, are any of those stories we've heard about Gary Ablett Senior? Are they fake news, mate? Because the players have been urged to call out fake news when they read it now. Yeah, gotcha. So is that a call from the top? Is that a call from Gill and the like, or is it more like from the uh, teams themselves? I think it was more from sort of from the players' association, just ah, to yeah. put. Mate, just to put the bloody journos on notice. Yeah, Because, gotcha. you know, they think they're running the, the show. They want to pub- publicly highlighting factual, factually incorrect stories to take back control of their images. What yeah. kind of stories are factually incorrect, do you reckon? I mean, I suppose there's always a bit of talk about maybe players going to another team or who might be interested. Are there too many stories out there just a dead on not right? Complete hearsay. Well, I mean, I would say no because you, you probably need to fact check. But then, I think what happens uh, is there's enough innuendo around, like, like you know, people, you know, when a rumor starts up, yeah, and yeah. it's like, you know, you, your plumber asks you a question, and you're like, fucking hell, this is this. Everyone knows this. Yeah, yeah. And so when they talk about it, they don't talk about the incident exactly, but they, they talk enough that people go, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, that's why he left the club. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, for sure. I mean, well, most of the rumours that I hear, and you probably hear is here as well. Most well, they're the ones I, we start. Well, yeah, I mean, we've got yeah. to get a bit of traction. But, yeah. but also, they're never printed. No, they're not. They're not. But they're kind of, I guess, referred to behind the scenes. But, yeah, I know what you mean. But the thing is, it needs to come... From both ways, doesn't it? You know, like, you can't call out fake news when Gary Ablett Jr. goes, oh, I don't know what I'm doing next year. Yeah, that's a good point, actually, yeah. Ha- okay. haven't thought about it, mate. Yeah, Ma- sure. Maybe I'll go back to Geelong. Yeah. I might... I'll probably retire. No, that's a good point, yeah. No, you're right, yeah. Actually, yeah, fuck you, Gary Ablett Jr. <laughs> you fucking... Yeah, Alex Rance. <laughs> he's, he's, he may not... Mate, he might give the game away at the end of this year. He doesn't need it. Yeah, yeah. You know... Uh, um, He's not thinking about it. I wonder. I wonder. I mean, the, I mean, the player this year is Rory Stone, Stone obviously, for that kind of uh, will they, won't they? Um, well, I guess, I, yeah, he and Tom Lynch. I think it'll start coming more for Tom Lynch because key position is a bigger name, I think. Yep. Well, they're talking and about he could, could be like the highest played, paid player in the league, but I think that money might be coming from the Suns in order to retain him. I don't know if other clubs are going to be paying that. I think the Suns are going to be so desperate to hold on to him. Um, but well, but that? he, but he also said uh, maybe I could be an ambassador. I, I haven't really thought about it, but I'll just put it out there. And AFL, if you're listening, happy to be do whatever you need, you know. But also, I mean, I, I don't know. You're going to kind of find out come September, I suppose. But I mean, the post Commonwealth Games hangover 
um, oh, at the Gold Coast. Like, I think that, that slump is going to be so massive. That kind of depressing slump mm, is going to be so mm. enormous. I don't know how Tom Lynch is going to handle it. Because, obviously, we're, 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 we're nearly there, Adam. We're nearly at the top of the mountain. Yeah, like that's few, true, isn't it? A few weeks away before the, uh, the athletes of the, uh, the, the Commonwealth strut around Metricon Stadium and the surrounding and okay. sites. And I guess we didn't really have the test case in 82 because there wasn't a team up in Brisbane there to, yeah. to talk us no, through right. it, you know? You're right, you're so right. So it, it is uncharted waters. You're right. Fuck, how, how will he deal with it? Like, he'd just be there going, I want to see uh, the high jumper from the Cook Islands. And yep. they're like, mate, you can't. He's gone. <laughs> He's like, fucking hell. All but he, right. But he uh, promised me we'd be friends forever. <laughs> yeah. Is, is there a chance that maybe uh, he'll take a year out of the game, oh, collect I- his thoughts... I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that. The the, yeah. the, the the crash is going to be so enormous once the Candyman the Candyman runs into the stadium. <laughs> Candyman runs into the stadium with the uh, the baton. Yeah, it's not, and it's not quite as fun as the flame, but yeah. there's a baton. Yeah, and and two girls on a leash. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what do you think of, uh, what do you think do? of Wild Card Weekend, Adam? What do you think of Wild Card I Weekend? Fucking love what. Well, you know what? Firstly, I don't like a Wild Card Weekend because. It clashes with the Junk Time AFL podcast live show. Well, that's the thing. They talk about maybe the bye being gotten rid of next year. Gil was saying this during the week. He said mm. maybe the bye would be kicked out, which is obviously it's obviously because uh, we've got them on the run. They're scared, aren't they? Yeah, our, I get that's a really good point. traditional bye week show, which we've done for two years, a traditional yeah. bye week show. Uh, and so obviously the AFL have seen what's the little market that we've been um, uh, carving out. And they're like, well, we mate- can't have that. It's more successful than the AFLX, yeah. <laughs> so you know, deal with that, Gil. <laughs> Although, having said that, there were as many laughs at the AFLX as there were <laughs> at our. Yeah, but yeah. So this Gary Lyon. So Gary Lyon believes this. So I don't know. Has he got word from people, or is this actually going to be a thing? But Gary Lyon was saying on SEN, Wild Card Weekend, great name, love it. Let's trademark mm. it. The revamp would see top six teams progress automatically to the finals. And then uh, they all right. Hang on, hang on. just let me let me get my head around that. So top six, they get a buy, do they? They get a buy, yeah. Okay. They get a buy. So maybe we do right a on. buy show, but it's for fans of those teams. <laughs> top six, yep. And then the other teams, seven to ten, they play for the remaining places. So seven plays ten, oh. and then eight plays nine, and okay. then they will become Ele- seventh and eighth. Whoever wins that. Okay, so they're basically extending the season for four teams. I suppose so, yeah. So you're playing one extra game. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. So if, say, you're 10th and then you lose, you've just put your Mad Monday back by a week and you've finished 10th anyway. I know, but how good would it be to win it from 10th? Like, you've actually finished in the bottom half of the ladder and say if there was a team that came and won it from 10th. Like, that would would rewrite every record and also be a disgrace to the game. So, so okay, I think we could still get away with our live shows because there's only two games that weekend. Yeah, it's only two games, so it's not that bad, yeah. Um, and probably both on the Saturday because they, or a Friday and a Saturday because they need to get out of the way. Yeah, so, actually, yeah, probably right. You know, I think you'd probably have Friday night and Saturday night, I reckon. Yeah, so we've spooked them enough that they wouldn't fucking <laughs> dare go head-to-head with junk time. Yeah, spooked them, that's a good word. Here's, what's it say here? Wild weekend, wild card weekend is coming. Um, I think it'll be introduced next year. Team 10 would take that. Oh, Team 10, they would take that every day of the week if they get an opportunity mm. to knock over Team 7 and get their yeah. way into finals. Oh, I, was, I mean, I've had close consultations over the last few weeks with um, 
every team that's finished tenth over the last yeah, yeah. over the last decade and a half. And I got to tell you, they they are ecstatic about the idea of having a, a wild card weekend. <laughs> well, I like what you did as well because you said. On a Monday, how would you feel about it? And they're like, oh, yeah, I'd take that. And you're like, okay, on a Tuesday. <laughs> and then you said it on a Wednesday. They're like, mate, we get it. Every fucking day that you're like, no, this is how clinical I am. So if you finish outside top six, you need to win five in a row to win the flag. So you're playing an extra game. So that comes into question too. Payments and the like. How would that oh. affect match payments? Play yeah. 27 games instead of, instead of 26. And does it come down? Is that a final? Is it a sub-final? Like, if you lose it, do you go, oh, they've gone out in straight sets? Because they haven't really. Yeah, it's a mini-final, isn't it? It's not quite a final-final because you're not quite in. Oh, you know what? It's almost like one of those finals that they have just before coming up to round 23. It's an elimination final, but it's not. Oh, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's a must-win. It's more a must-win. Yeah, that's what it is. That's exactly (laughs) what it is. It's more a (laughs) must-win. That's what they should call it, must-win weekend. Because it's not even an eight-point game by the fact that it's... It doesn't matter. Yeah, because the other team doesn't matter. Yeah, you're not jumping ahead of anyone, so... It's the must-win weekend. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) International Uh, rules. What's telling me this one, Adam? They going to America? I think it's probably about time. Like, (laughs) you talk about things being spooked, and I would say, like... People talk about the uh, the Super Bowl as being probably the biggest uh, event on earth. Mm-hmm. You know, probably up there with your World Cup final. And they, uh, the NFL has shat themselves because there's talk that Australia could play Ireland, the two biggest teams in international rules history, <laughs> could traditional play rivals. Traditional, traditional rivals. Traditional rivals, exactly. I mean, they play with a round ball. <laughs> as as Tom Wills intended. Yeah, they play, they could play in uh, in New Jersey, the home of uh, many, many sports, in a 25,000-seat Red Bull Arena. Oh, that's not bad, Red Bull Arena. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Red Bull or, Arena. Or in Philadelphia. So they're both going to be East Coast games. So they're going, they're going to the heartland. They're going, fuck you, you know, because the NFL's based in New York. Mm-hmm. And they're going, we're not backing down, mate. We're going to take it to 3,000 confused people. Who have no idea what the fuck's going on. I mean, there are a lot of Irish people in, in New York. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. Well, I don't know why you wouldn't go to Boston then. Hey, you got a fucking Boston. Okay, that's why you don't go to Boston. <laughs> you got a fucking beer at the cheers bar. Hey, I'm going to the fucking international rules. Going to go watch Nathan Five. Hey, Five, hey. <laughs> Let me watch you work out five. I don't know what I'm doing now. I'm doing Jaja like Gabor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that'd be cool. Boston, yeah. But also um, uh, New Jersey, yeah, gotcha. But I suppose that's so. That's just a hop, skip, skipping a jump from New York City, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, and yeah, it, it's a, it's a really like I don't, you like know Meadowlands. Like... Meadowlands is out in Jersey, but you you know you just catch a train from. Yes, from yeah. New York, yeah. yeah. Now, like, I, I don't like to use the phrase junket, and I don't think any of the players there would treat it as such. Because Absolutely not. every time a player has gone away for the International Rules Series, they mm-hmm. have treated it with the utmost respect it deserves. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think there are barmen in Ireland that can tell you that for sure. Yeah. It, uh, so I actually think probably two games isn't enough, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think you need to go take it through the Midwest. Mm-hmm. It's an untapped market through there. Yeah. The deep, the deep south would deep love south. it. Deep south. Why should yeah? Why should the people be out of the deep south miss out on international rules? 
Well, yeah, because it's October and it's still warm down in the deep south. I want to know how they handle the round ball in the, the uh, humid in conditions. Humidity. Yep, yep. I yeah. know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alaska. Why is Alaska off the market? Let's I mean, take it, it up be, there. I mean, do we just do a world, a world tour of international rules? So you hit every country. Oh, I think you're being a bit of a fuckhead now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of world tours, Jeff Kennett, he was teeing off saying the AFL was worse. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who? <laughs> <laughs> you said Jeff Kennett was teeing off. Hang on, hang on. I'm sorry. Slow I, down, I, mate. I went too early that. I should have said, Adam, sit down. I've got, yeah, some, okay. I've got some surprising news. You might, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to do, you know, be sipping a drink of water and do a spit take or have it yep, pass yep. out no. through the shock. Fair Jeff, enough. Jeff Kennett had a strong opinion about something that doesn't really involve him, okay? <laughs> so he's come out and he's slammed the AFL's venture into China and India, yes. declaring it as a waste of time and money. Yeah, so it's, uh, then, yeah, so he talked about... No, now, we were talking about this earlier. India. Now, we are trying to work out... Was it... You were saying it was Sheeds that was talking about maybe going to India. I have a vague memory of like maybe Richmond last year. We're talking about going to Richmond. Oh, there, there is a, there is a picture of Virat Kohli in a Richmond uh, jumper, and I, I don't know whether that's when uh, he was out here or whether there was yeah, talk sure. over there. But I didn't know. Hang on, didn't Sheeds take uh, Dyson Heppel and Zaharakis and a whole bunch of Essendon players? Maybe it wasn't Sheeds, but Essendon have definitely been there. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. So it might have been post Sheeds. So that's kind of Essendon territory, if you yeah, will. So gotcha. you know, I mean. If you get those two markets, that's two billion memberships you're tapping into. I mean, he, says, he said, my job, this is, uh, I suppose, referring to Hawthorne, the board's job, is to play the game seriously in the environment in which it lives. It will never live in China and it will never live in India. I mean, that's, mm. he's not wrong. Uh, here, here we go. Uh, so oh, well, that's short-sighted from both of you. Yeah. You've drunk the Kool-Aid, Michael. So St Kilda going back to New Zealand this year? They're going back there again this year, aren't they? Oh, I didn't know that. Are they? I think I think I heard something about that. I can't remember, but yeah. So we're expanding out to New Zealand, India, China. It's working a treat. Well, I mean, you know, the Shanghai game did pretty well. Uh, Jeff said, I said to my players the other day when we were down in Tassie. So you know, he's in Tassie. He's happy to go for Tassie. He wants that market, right? Untapped. No further. No further. Okay. He said, I don't expect me to ever approve. Uh, don't, don't expect me to ever approve you travelling overseas to play a game for premiership points. We are a professional team. Yeah, so he's gotcha. basically saying, Hey, Port Adelaide, you're fucking amateurs. Yeah, mate. gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And so then, it, then Tony Cochran came back at him and said, Kenneth's take on the growth into markets like China, India was a sore point among these counterparts. So the president said they're meeting the other day. So they were kind of teamed up, teamed up on Jeff. Yes, they did. Tony Cochran said, quite a few presidents felt the need to reprimand Jeff over his comments. It doesn't gain anything to have pot shots at AFL clubs. And now I think also Koshy, I think, had a crack at Kennet as well for Hawthorne's reliance upon pokey machines. Yes. Yeah, so Koshy had a crack at him as well. Quite interesting but when you look into the well, po- see, Well, you look at that and you go, Jeff, untapped market. Uh, Chinese people love to gamble. You fucking get a poker machine in front of him. Yeah, true. Get a, get a Mate, how much money is a Hawthorne going to make? Yeah, you've got a billion people going... Yeah, gotcha. That's fucking yeah, sure. money to be made. He's just, I don't know, he's been very short-sighted, Jeff. Pretty fascinating very pokies short-sighted. when you look into the matter. Very fascinating how many Australia has. I think it's $1,500 each person, each citizen puts into them. So I'm not doing 1500 bucks. so how much are you putting in them? You're doing my share, are you? Oh, and a lot more. Yeah, it's quite incredible. I, um, and then also, friend... you know what they do? You know what they do? They go, hey, I want to get five more machines. Mm. And then they go, okay, um, and they go... Counteract that, we'll fling the salvos fifty grand. So they prepay for the damage they're about to cause. 
Okay, and when did this turn into the 7.30 report? Yeah, no, no, just watch tonight. Like, Tom Ballard <laughs> might come up shortly. <laughs> There's a lot of research going um, on, Tom. I, um, you were asking where uh, one might get the money from that because you don't spend $1,500 there. But uh, my friend uh, Colin, ex-Melbourne uh, and Frio player, he gives me these credit cards. <laughs> and so I can just uh, load those up. and. Gotcha. I win fuckloads of cash. That's really good. Like, gotcha. if you, you're wondering where people get their money from, that's where I get mine from. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. You subscribe to a lot of websites too. <laughs> well, yeah, I like to I like to keep the industry ticking over. Yeah, All sure, industries. Sure, you like the very supportive, hardworking actors and actresses. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Hey, Herdy could be back on the scene, man. But there's a bit of a bump a bump in the road. Channel Seven so wants to get Herdy back on. Um, I think oh. they want to get him on to uh, talking footy. Oh yeah, hang on. I thought he was going to Frio. Well, well, let me say, Ross is saying he might, he would pursue more talks with Herdy to sound him out, but he doesn't have to leave Melbourne for that. Remember that? He's just like, what is he like? M- Melbourne, On the couch. Melbourne recruit. He's essentially just watching Fox Footy and going. That's right. Going, hey, and Ross, he's Rossi, put it on the TV. Yeah, yeah, he's going. Good. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, don't kick it through, Alex Rance. He goes, oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> but they're talking about here stumbling block in Seven's move to recruit Herd to, Herd to the panel for its Monday night sh- show, Talking Footy. And okay. It's because he don't dated. tell me Roaming Brian fucking harassed him out the front of his house. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, he doesn't. He's not a not a huge fan of Luke Darcy. Apparently appears. What? So how, how could? And why? Like, is that because of the, the Triple M's hot breakfast? Does he listen? <laughs> is he, is he not like Darcy's take? It's the gloves that Darcy wore. And the uh-huh. Yeah, years yeah right. So right. It Fucking the, stuck with him. It was the interview. I mean, he holds a grudge. It was the interview with uh, The Weapon. Oh, The Weapon. We haven't said that term for a long time. The Weapon in 2013. Oh. It was a long time ago, this interview. Nearly five years ago now. I think it was about, well, let me think. It would have been about, uh, I'm going to say about uh, September of 2013. That's what I reckon that when it happened. That, you reckon it was that early? Uh, well, it says 2013 on on the okay. on the article here, but also I remember when it when it occurred because I remember there was a journalist at the uh, network I was working at at the time, sports mm. journalist who was like, he said Darcy's not a journalist, therefore I'm not going to watch it. Oh, he was hitting oh. out. He was hitting Sh- out. Shit. Um, well, because I, I remember that uh, interview, and he grilled him on his rodeo career. And I thought it was like over the top. Like he said that some of those uh, Broncos were were lame. He said they'd been sedated. Uh-huh. And the, you know the weapon doesn't need to hear that. The man's a fucking professional rodeo rider. I mean, I mean the weapon, unfortunately. Yeah, he said he'd love to provide all the evidence, but it disintegrates. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I, I can't really remember if the interview was too controversial. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, apparently it means that it's become a stumbling block in Seven's move to recruit Hurd. So Hurdy. Serdi's, you know, still not happy about that interview. But I, I don't really think it, I can't remember being like that big a deal at the time. Maybe, maybe did the weapon did the weapon pass the buck onto Herdy a little bit? Or uh, I honestly can't remember. I just remember him not uh, answering the question because nothing came out of it. Nothing has ever sort of been well, no. exposed. And, and, and the weapon, the weapon escaped without punishment, if I remember correctly. Mate, he lost his job. Well, that's true. So, yeah. Did he get a payout? Know. Did he get payout though from Essendon? He got around a million dollars, I believe. Oh. But he, said he, he lost his job. I mean, that, that, that's what hurts more. Fucking hell. Well, fucking wish I could lose my job then. Get a million bucks. No, not, but it not hurts to say more. I don't have a million dollars, Adam. <laughs> I'm doing very well. But that's what hurts more. So you, do you think that they could, um, they could ever be on the same show, Darcy and Herdy? I mean, is that, is that what we're down to? Is it either or? Well, we or can we live in a world where they can get along? We don't want a Denise 
Drysdale, Ida Butt-Rose situation here. Well, we that's what we've got to base it on, isn't it? Come the Channel 7 Christmas party. Who's yeah. flinging Brussels sprouts at, at, at uh, Darcy's, uh, Darcy's gone. It can't get to that. On, on his bonds. <laughs> on his bonds, yeah. Yeah, you, you don't want that. But, uh, I mean, it's kind of cool to have Herdy back around, I reckon. I mean, you know. Well, he knows his he knows I mean, he his footy. Knows his stuff. Like people, the, the way people are talking about, it, they say he's, he, he is a massive loss to the game if he's not involved yeah. in, in that coaching way. But it's just like, yeah, don't maybe don't order any any products from China. Although <laughs> 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 well, that cuts down one segment, but then he can replace that with um, how fucking good is my chocolate? <laughs> yeah, I can. We we know what you're up to, Herdy. It's just a, yeah. it's just a promo promo your chocolate. Yeah. Hey, uh, now. Now, so some uh, Essendon champions are about to be uh, yeah, to the country. on it, if you will. So, um, uh, did they all play for Essendon at one stage? Anyway, it's the Danaher brothers, and in their town, so it's for Neil, Chris, Anthony, and Terry. Yep. And they're going to put up a giant Sharon in the town of Ungary in Ungary. New South Wales. Ungari, maybe. U N G A R I E. How big is a giant Sharon? Oh, that is a brilliant question. And it doesn't say the exact size. Yeah, because that could be like, you know, when you'd get a match two when you were younger and you'd pump it up a bit hard. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think there's a giant potato. Oh, I can't remember the town now. but And it's, it's, it's large. But yeah, it's, but in terms of a potato, it's I mean, yeah, pretty... but it's not, it's not spectacular. It's no big banana. Oh, it's a big banana. Fucking big. Well, no, but a big, it's bigger than, it's smaller than a big banana. But the, the giant potato, I think it'd be about the size of a... I think the size of a man, like height-wise. It's not. Oh, off that's the fucking chart. terrible. That's I, shit ass. I think it is. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I I, well, I, I hope I'm correct. I hate to be besmirching the creators of the giant potato <laughs> if I don't have to. Yeah. Well, because there's also there's the giant koala on the drive to Adelaide, which a lot of the Adelaide fans would have seen on their drive back on the Croverland. Oh yeah, gotcha, gotcha. And uh, that that is also riddled with giant chlamydia. Oh, okay, yeah. There's giant yeah. Captain Cook, and there's giant Captain Cook kind of with his arm up in a kind of almost like Heil Hitler kind of um, salute, which is a bit weird. Oh no, that's how that's how that's Cook how got Cook around. Got about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So they're, so they're building this uh, giant Sharon as a to to pay homage to the uh, to the Danaher family. And I was just thinking, what other towns and junk timers. We would love for you to join in on this because you know we we love our footballers on this show. We pay a lot of respect to them. And we're thinking the hometowns of different players, what could you have there, right? So I was thinking, like, uh, Lee Montagna, you could have a giant dwarf that bursts into flames. Like, at, at uh, 9 o'clock every night, <laughs> yeah, foom, a bit like up it the, goes. The flames out the front of Crown. That's exactly what I was thinking. How lovely. You'd be down there. you go, come on, kids, gather around. Foomp, up it goes. So where, where was that town? Uh, I think Lee Montagna's like a local boy. I think he's a Melbourne boy. Oh, okay. And gotcha. I, and I say giant dwarf. I mean that. What's that? Six foot? Uh, yeah, four and a half. <laughs> um, Colin Sylvia's hometown. You got the giant Krispy Kreme. <laughs> uh, so I also thought Richard Tambling's hometown. You could have a uh, steaming pile of shit. Uh huh. Nice. To represent his uh, career, Liam Pickering. Right. There's two for Liam Pickering's town. One is a giant phone so he can finally find out what's going on, right? Because <laughs> he never gets to speak to people, so he can drive into the town and just he's got good reception. Maybe yep. a giant phone tower yep. so he can finally get reception. Or 
a giant thermometer that tells you the perfect <laughs> conditions for playing footy. So when it hits 38 degrees and it's really sunny, they go, all right, it's time to play footy. The siren goes, eh. and you're like, yes, we can play. Yeah, Liam Pickering's only one. It's like, open the roof, open the roof. Yeah. <laughs> it needs to be hotter. It needs to be hotter. And then I thought in Ricky Nixon's hometown, they could just say, oh, he's already got one. It's called the girls' school. <laughs> so he's just got the local girls' high school. And I think that is a beautiful representation. Ricky Nixon High School, they call it. It's lovely. Ricky Nixon High. Hey, so uh, we would love junk timers to hit us up at uh, all our... Uh, where, where can they find us, Michael? Where can they hit us up with their suggestions? Uh, Twitter, uh, Junk Time AFL Pod on Twitter and Facebook and Junk Time AFL Pod at Gmail. We're going to do a, fo- a football... A new segment. A new yes. segment. But we'll I'm excited about this. Adam Fest, uh, comedy Festival. Do you want a plug? Oh, yeah. Uh, so my comedy festival show is called Hold My Beer. It runs from uh, Wednesday, the 28th of March to April the 8th. I'm doing 12 shows only. Comedyfestival.com.au to get your tickets at the European Beer Cafe in the city at 9.30. So I know it, it cuts across some football games, but, you know, if you're buried for a shit team, probably going to be over by the time you get in there. There are football screens at the European too. And that's if you've uh, been to one of our live shows, that's where we have them. Uh, I'm going to read out this. I'm not going to give the name of the person. Okay. Um, because I don't want it to backfire on them. No, that's fair enough. Yes, yes, that could prove quite uh, <laughs> quite dangerous. So read out what the what's the name of our new segment, Michael? Uh, it's called uh, Footballer's Dad's Car in Real Life. Okay? So here we go. So there's a picture of a car. Um, I love it. it. Orange? Has a yeah. a tiger-based number plate, which I won't say. Uh huh. And then it's got a few tiger stickers on the back as well. Okay. So our friend over in Auckland, who's going to remain nameless, can't really confirm that this is Dusty's dad's car. But cars <laughs> covered in AFL paraphernalia don't turn up on the streets of Auckland that often. Okay. Also. If you're going to buy a pair in a car, an XR6 Falcon seems like a nice middle-of-the-road choice. Ah. Still has a bit of a little, little bit of tough guy cred while still being affordable and easy to maintain. Okay. And then I guess while he's up by writing, fuck, I really just want to be involved, guys. I hate rugby. Miss Melbourne. <laughs> so we have a picture here, which, which the, the presumption might be that it's, in fact, Dusty's dad's car, which I think... You is know, the... You know what, and uh, I, I won't name his name, but there is only one way to find out uh, if it is or not his car. Dust it for prints. Now, I know if you get caught in the act, it may backfire heavily on you, <laughs> but we need to know. Or photograph the car daily and do it from, like, a the back of a tinted windowed van. We'll just wait to see if our face tats gets out. That's pretty oh, well, there is that. <laughs> Yeah, and approach him. He's very approachable. Like, I've seen him on uh, on the footy show. He's been on A Current Affair. Like, he's a really... Yeah, he's been on board of... He's been on board, <laughs> board of security. Yeah, he's the kind of guy you can just go up to and say, Oh, Mr. Mr. Martin, is this your car? I love it. Let's go for a drive. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, I think we've so, run, run our stories, Adam. Oh, well, footy can tipping. I just say, can I just say, uh, if we can continue that segment... Footballers' dads' cars in real life. We would f- we would fucking love it. I don't know how it will go, but we're putting out the call. So if you see anyone's dad's car, like if you see JGD, JGD yeah, yeah. Uh, Lance yeah. Senior, he's obviously a bit of an icon at the games. Yeah, 
Gee, I haven't seen. They haven't talked about JGD for ages. Oh, what? Because well, you haven't been to the footy for ages. What oh, about uh, if you see if you see Gary Ablett Senior's lawnmower? <laughs> <laughs> They're right on lawnmower. Get yourself into that. Hey, just before we leave footballers in real life, I saw Mick Malthouse in oh, the city no way, in Melbourne. Cool. I was walking down uh, Russell Street uh-huh. outside the outside the QT near the uh, James Squire pub there, and I saw him coming towards me, and I was like, "That's fucking Mickey Malthouse," and he's got this like is the, my chance. Yeah, he's got like the 80s sort did of... Did you headbutt um, him like Astro Loeb did? The headbutter Tony Abbott? I thought about it. I thought about it. He's, he's, shorter, he's shorter than you think. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I thought he'd be like six foot, but I reckon he's about five, nine, ten-ish. Yeah, oh, wow, that is short, yeah. For, and kind know, of... For football. Yeah, sort of uh, a bit, not frailish, but he's just... You can tell he's not a modern player. He's old school, and he's fucking old, I guess. And well, he was yeah. on the phone. Yeah. And what's he was he on the pu- phone. What's he pushing, 70 now? Uh, no, not that old. Mid sixties. When did he play? Finished up in the early eighties, so that's forty years ago. Yeah, so yeah, it'd have yeah, to be yeah, have to be yeah, nudging yeah, it. Closer, yeah, yeah. And there is no way we can check right now. <laughs> if only there was a, <laughs> some kind of uh, technological yeah. thing that we could look it up. Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, yeah, but but it's Malthouse. No, I don't, don't want to Google Mick Malthouse age one more time. <laughs> uh, super coach and footy tipping. You are uh, the guy behind that, the mastermind. Yes, so if you want to get into our footy tipping, it's at uh, footytips.com.au. If you search junk time, uh, check on the uh, the footy tipping comp that's managed by me, Rosie, uh, not the other one that's managed by junk time. That was one we set up uh, prior, and then we went with this one. So footytips.com.au, search for the one, junk time, Rosie, and that's one that'll get you to. Now, Supercoach, I have set up uh, a bunch of leagues. If they fill up as soon as this goes out, Please hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or send us an email and we'll add some more leagues in. At the moment, there are five, and here are the codes. If you're out there and you don't want to listen to this, skip through like 30 seconds. But uh, first code uh, is 805371. 805371. Second league is 341357. That's 341357. Next leg, 272756. That's 272756. Fourth leg, 500651. 500651. And final league, 647187. So that's 647187. And if they fill up, we'll add a few more. We'll put that out on our Facebook and Twitter during the week if they do happen to fill up. And uh, good hey, luck, you fucking losers. We uh, put a bit of a uh, – gave Mick a few extra years. He's turning 65 in August. Okay. So pretty young still. Well, it's retirement age. Oh, yeah, true, true. It's about time for him to get the fuck out. Hey, so how many people in a league? Uh, 18, so it's a proper league. So you play for uh, 18 rounds and then you go into finals. And oh, no wild, wild card weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of eight-point games in, uh, in Supercoach. Yeah, cool, cool. And yeah. Are, you, are you good at it? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm okay. But every the thing is, everyone is good at it now. Like five years ago, when it first came in, it was... Um, you kind of knew a little bit about it, but now there's like about five articles per day telling yeah, you which players it's to pick. Pretty massive, like the Herald Suns and like on it all the time. Um, I mean, yeah. does the AFL run one? They run one called uh, Dream Team, but yeah, that okay. it, that's dropped that's dropped right off. And I think maybe just because it, it scores a little bit differently, so there's bigger scores in Supercoach. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And yeah. how long would it take to do your Dream Team each week? If you followed Coach? the if you followed the articles and stuff, like once you've got your team, it's like half an hour a week, oh, but. Okay. 
in the lead up. Like I've watched a lot of JLT that I didn't need to. <laughs> like my life has become particularly sad. <laughs> become. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna hit the road. Uh, yeah, junk time AFL pod at Gmail, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, oh, stubby holders at Big Cartel. Junktime.com. Yeah, and I was just going to say, as we're getting into a new season, we love the guys that we've had on board. You've been fantastic and a great support to us. But how about just uh, tell a friend about the podcast. If they're not into podcasts, if they are, if they're into footy, just say, hey, why don't you have a listen to this? Maybe we can get a few uh, hundred more people on board by the end of the season. That would be fantastic because we love you guys and it'd be great to get the family a bit bigger. (laughs) It's emotional, Adam. I know, I know. We're going to hit the road. Next week, it's going to be talking about the launch of round one. Go Hawks. (laughs) Go Blues. Come on. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.